Welcome to the Birds and Swords channel. <laughs> what went on right there, brother? I was trying to... <laughs> Shaky. I was trying to, like, give us, like, a little, like, you know... Because I was... Because after I said... I said off camera, I was like... I'm going to come in like AOS, the Buds and Sports. And then after I say that, like just coming hard with the soundboard. But how, but then like for some reason, like before you, I went on, I was like, I always say AO or A. Like I want to come different. <laughs> so I did a trumpet. <laughs> Your first time playing it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that's how we come today. That's how we come from everybody. you. Welcome to the Buds and Sports channel. I'm your, your host, boys. as always, Lightning Leche, zoom, zoom, Doug, zoom. aka Little Trumpet. <laughs> Little Trumpet boy. Fuck the drummer. Fuck with your boys. And as always, I have my boy, my buddy. Mr. Spuddy. What's going on, buddies? Spuddy McGee. What's going on? What's popping? Got a lot of juice for y'all. Fuck with your boys. Hella juice. We coming in hot. Hot, hot, hot. Um, a lot of juicy uh, news. As you already know, if it's Spuddy and Dougie, we talking NBA. NBA. NBA NBA guys juice right now, y'all. Juice. Got that juice. Trev deadline February 10th. And up to then, starting around February 7th, we had a lot of moves, a lot of big names going places. And the biggest name two names going to each other's places. We'll get into that <laughs> later, but yeah, we're going to be talking a lot of trade talks this episode. Just get you guys caught up on a lot of the NBA news. Other than that, there's haven't been too much change in the standings. But we'll get into that after these NBA trade talks. So we got to upgrade them to uh, um, 2K um, rosters for y'all. If <laughs> Hey, for real. <laughs> hey, everyone, right now, the, the trade is lying over. Go update your 2K. Go update that <laughs> shit and realize what the fuck happened. <laughs> All right, so we had our first official move of the month of February. The deadline in the NBA for the trades are February 10th. And our first move of the month was Blazers trade pal and Covington goes to the Clippers. We mentioned that in the last episode, but that was just a quick little, you know, mm-hmm. let you guys remember. So let's talk about the newest thing. February 7th, Cavs acquired Levert from the Pacers. And they all in. <laughs> I want to say all in, but hey, that these are the definite building blocks already in place. Like oh, they realize man. they realize how good they are right now that they're willing to, you know, hey, there's some guys that need a, you know, they're about to hit their prime, so let's let's get them there. And Lavert is definitely someone that, you know, seemed like he was going to get lost in the the muddle. Because he, mm-hmm. went, he went from Brooklyn, and you started seeing him ascending in Brooklyn. And then a trade sent him to Pacers, but that was also during his injury as well. Yeah. So 
once the pay, once he started getting healthy for the Pacers, Pacers are already not looking in a good direction. That it's like, hey, this ain't working. Uh, yeah, like it, it was looking a little shaky. So that's why throughout the whole season, we're just like, hey, a blow up's gonna happen. I don't know when. Probably towards the end of the trade deadline, and sure enough, what do we got? First, first move of the week when it comes to the trade deadline was Levert going to Cavs and they're trading for Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio is currently injured with a 20 ACL, but he's going to the Pacers. So yeah, it's rough for him because not only is he going, is he getting traded to the Pacers, but he's also injured. So he can't even do shit. Yeah. He went from a, a, a great team to, you know, a bad team. A bad thing, and he's just <laughs> a bad thing. And now he has to move and just be at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, great, great pickup for the uh, Cavs, who right now are surging hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Cavs owners and organization looked at the team and said, "Hey, we, we we're good. <laughs> um, let's see if we can get. Let's see if we can get a piece. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, let's go." <laughs> mm-hmm. They can. They got that. They got a ching on their mind, bro. Yeah, they got the cash money. And I think they wanted someone that, like, I don't think they wanted to spend a lot of money because I don't, I don't, I mean, who knows? Maybe they did make Brooklyn an offer for James Harden, but I think they went more for maybe a piece that just fits them because yeah. even because I think he's played a game already with them, right? Yeah, he played, he played last night and he basically was the reason why they won. Garland, yeah, but, Garland was out but, and he basically, you know, took over and. Had a nice game. Now I was about to say, he seems like a player that fits on that team. And, you know, from his first game, it's obviously looking like a fit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like I that pickup a lot for the Cavs. It should keep them on top of the, the East now. Like, consider them a top four team now, which is crazy. Yeah, crazy, bro. <laughs> no one at the beginning of the season said... Cavs were going to be a top fourteen. <laughs> um, insane, insane. Yeah, so that was February seventh. Cavs make the upgrade to mm-hmm. to contender to I mean to um, a good team to contenders. Contenders, <laughs> literally contenders. Contenders. So, so then uh, the next day, February eighth, we had another big move. Trailblazers send McCollum to the Pellies, the New Orleans Pelicans. The bomb we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. So the de- details of that Pelicans got McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., Tony Snell. Blazers got Josh Hart, Nikeli Alexander-Walker, Dumas Sardowski, and D.D. Uzzala. I don't know if you said his fuck I don't know if you said that fool's name right, but I loved it. Hey, I cannot be on a team with somebody named Didi. I'm gonna be all practice. Hey, Didi, <laughs> Didi, what are you doing? Stay out of me laboratory. <laughs> hey, I hope you got Tomas's name right, last name right, because that was pretty like that was good. Huh? That was great effort, <laughs> but I don't know if you said it right. I feel like I did. Like <laughs> even have the action Sor- over it. Saransky, Saransky, Thomas Straight from Russia, the motherland. 
Damn, he should have stopped right there. We don't yeah. even know he's from Russia. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I should have said Don't cancel us. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um. <laughs> Poor Dame. That's all I got to say about this trade. Poor yeah, Dame. I mean... I mean, it's I mean, it's not better for McCollum. He went to the Pelicans. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what to think of this trade. Like, we knew a trade was going to happen, but did it really place anyone in better situations? Yeah, and I want to like, say no. Yeah, no. This 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 was this to me says they're blowing up the team, and it sucks that they're blowing up the team with a talent like Damian Little. Lillard, like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean, like ah, I feel for him. I feel for him, and I know he's been hella loyal to the Trailblazers, and he wants to stay there. He likes living there, but it's just mm-hmm. you. The way the team's looking right now, they're in rebuild mode, and rebuild mode, depending on draft and 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 off season acquisitions, like can take. Three to four years, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. <laughs> that, yeah. you're already like you're all, like you're getting up there, bro. Like it's your windows right now. Like and man, it sucks. And he, it, he, and trade deadline over, so he's he's on the team for the whole year. Yeah, it's weird because like it really is like a full on new type of roster because you know, like we mentioned earlier, the Covington and. Pa- um, Powell trade yeah. and now we got this trade so you got within a week you already have six new players on your team yeah and two of them are basically starting at least and when you get back when Dame gets back in the starting lineup it's gonna be a totally different feel like I don't know where the direction of this team goes now yeah I mean, Josh Josh Hart is a solid player. Alexander Walker is a solid player. He's a good bench player. You know, Alexander Walker is a good, you know, um, bench player as well. He might be able to start. Who knows? Um, Saransky, also another depth player. But, I mean, obviously they're going to probably try and experiment with some of these as starters. I mean, yeah, Eric, yeah. I mean Eric Bledsoe's gonna probably start. Um, you got experiment. Yeah, the, yeah. It's gonna be interesting what the Blazers do. They might have just kind of gave up the season, but even in the off season, when we get to it for next year, what direction this Blazers team is gonna go? I don't know. And um, they're done. Yeah. I think they're done. I think. Oh yeah, they're they're down for the season. I mean, unless they play the Lakers every night, they're down for the season. <laughs> um, it's um, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, but what I don't think people like sometimes tend to notice about sports is like, or like the real the real realism of sports is like you said you just got like five new guys over the span of like a couple of days, like and then like to go out and play a game and like let's say the next two days, like. Like bro, we got two days just to like know each other and vibe, and like mm-hmm. you know, it just seems like yeah, they're just put guys out there, and it's just such games there. I guess the beauty of basketball though is it's not like there's you have to handle eleven guys like football. 
it's five yeah, guys. It's five guys. Learn the whole playbook. Like. Mm-hmm. It's five guys on the court. You could kind of play like a a, a pickup style of basketball if everyone is on the same page, you know. Yeah, true. So I mean, there's that benefit for basketball, but still, I mean, when it comes for a development standpoint and just trying to you know get a little better and trying to be a better product than what Blazers were. That's that's what the hard part's gonna be, and um, is Lillard gonna come back after the All Star break? Uh, I think so. That's what I'm curious about because I know he had abdominal surgery, so and he's been out for a while. So it's just kind of like how this team's gonna come out after the All Star break is the question. Um, I'm not thinking much of the Trailblazers. Same thing with the Pelicans. I mean. Pelicans really is just B.I. right now. It's not like um, Zion's doing anything. He's still recovering from injury, and who knows if he plays this season. So Crazy. You know, I know they're trying to hype that up. Like, hey, you can play with B.I. and Zion. I'm like, well, Zion's not even. I don't think that would hype McCollum up. I feel like this is just a trait. Like, I don't feel like they... They might have told McCollum about it, but I don't think McCollum had a choice. It was just a matter of who's going to take him. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, right away, Larry Larry Nance Jr. is already out for the season, I think, because he, he just got surgery. So, Damn. you know, ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> um, yeah, that's – sucks for McCollum. Sucks for uh, – Dame, you know, I thought better for you too. <laughs> I thought a, I thought a better trade was going to happen involving CJ McCollum or Dame Lillard. You know, yeah, you would think they would at least after what CJ and Dame done. If you're going to ship mm-hmm. one of them, at least give, go like give them to a contender, maybe in the at, East. At least you know? that's what I at thought. Least. At least, but we we got that, so I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> so that was February eighth, um, a dark day. <laughs> and then same day we have Kings acquiring Sabonis from the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Um eh. <laughs> this, is, this is another trade, I guess I guess the trade was made not for this season but for next season, I guess. Yeah. You know, because both both teams are are uh, are at the end of the pack for each division, but at the same time they needed to like blow up their teams. Yeah, like I knew Sabonis what needed to leave leave the Pacers. We just didn't know who. There was I think yeah. the Kings. No, absolutely not. I was thinking that they're gonna go with the Kings. Yeah, I think I remember you saying too, like. um Earlier in the season, that the Pacers were probably going to be active during like the trade deadline because they might go the direction of just blowing up the team. Like, yeah, there's a, there's a <laughs> lot of value on that team that they could you know get for yeah, certain yeah. players, and I'm pretty sure those those value players like Sabonis and Lavert want to go to at least a contender, at least a team that can compete. Yeah. I just didn't think it was going to be the Kings. <laughs> and, I mean, they got Tristan Thompson now. And, you know, maybe with him being in the, in Indiana, 
you know, to be boring out there, he might be able to not cheat. It's funny because, yeah, this, I mean, the Kings are, were interesting, interesting scenario because they had some point guard situation, whether they had DeAndre Fox or Halberton, but I guess they chose Fox over Halberton. And, yeah. And um, honestly, Halberton's not too happy about the trade. Uh, he wanted to stay in he, he Sacramento. Wanted, he, he wanted to stay in Sacramento. I mean, they drafted the boy I, I'm like a year or two after um, Fox. Yeah. So, you know. Um, as for Buddy, um, I thought he was going to go to a different team. We'll, we'll kind of go um, more on that a little bit later, but I thought he was going to go to a contender for sure that needed a, a, a shooter. Yeah. So... I thought that was kind of disappointing. Overall, I thought this play, this trade was also disappointing as well. Um, Justin Holiday's solid role player. Jeremy Land, solid role player. So, so not really much to say about that for the Kings. It's just like, what direction are y'all trying to go in is, is for both both teams. Yeah, it, yeah, it seems like, uh, back to that uh, Tyrese thing, it just seems like they're going to, they still are going in the direction of Fox is our guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a great player. It's just there's not a lot going on with the Kings right now, and even with this trade, doesn't make it better. Is the question, and yeah. I want to say no. It's, it kind of leaves them in the same situation. I feel. I don't. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know what changes after this this trade. It, yeah. It, it it really seems like the last trade. Like you, you guys just traded just the trade. Exactly. Like <laughs> you didn't you didn't upgrade your team, but I guess you didn't downgrade it either. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It's 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 interesting, but oh well. A trade yeah. has been made. Alright. So that was the last trade of that day. So mm-hmm. the next day we get to February ninth and the Thunder got a clapping. They got a thundering as they add Okapala. Mm-hmm. In the heat trade, um, all he gained was a 2026 second round pick, and then Thunder got KZ Acapala. Um, I don't know too much about KZ. I just know that he is a developing player, basically. And yeah. um, with KC, that's what they need right now. They just need they're they're in development mode right now with all their players. So yeah for sure probably a good pickup for them not and like i said not too sure about all that yeah um <laughs> you get a 2026 20, second round pick i mean you know the more draft picks you got the better obviously mm-hmm. more chances to hit something the home run mm-hmm. um but yeah nothing too real too exciting in that trade as thunders aren't really contenders mm-hmm. um so the same day we have Jazz acquire Alexander Walker in a three deal team. Whoa, three trade. Three. So Jazz got Nikhil Alexander Walker, Wancho. Mm-hmm. You gotta help me out with these names, bro. Hey, <laughs> I, 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 the Mangoman. <laughs> 
Juancho Hernan Gomez. Let's see what this guy looks like. <laughs> El Sancho. Oh, yeah. The, the face fits the name. <laughs> so that's who the Jazz got. Blazers got Joe Ingles, Elijah, Elijah Hughes, in a second round pick. And then Spurs got. Tom- <laughs> Thomas Storowski. <laughs> the swerve happened. The swerve happened. Yes, the yes. Swerve happened. <laughs> yes. Storowski back again. <laughs> hey, hey, some, of y'all, some of y'all probably thought, like, hey, don't you guys know some people trade just to trade them again? I'm like, yes, we know this. And that's why I, we kind of saved. We didn't want to, like, ruin the, the trade talk with the Blazers because we knew that some of these guys were only going to be on the team for a day. For a day. Sometimes not even, <laughs> not even put on a fucking jersey. And sure enough, that's what happened. Um, Alexander Walker was a, a Portland Trailblazer for a total of a day. <laughs> a day. Same thing with um, Stardonsky. He didn't even get to step on the court with Dane. Nope. <laughs> nope. Didn't even get a chance. But three three trade happened. Um, I liked that the Jazz did get Alexander Walker and Herman Hernan Gomez. I thought that's good because it it goes into depth. I would say for them, for whatever yeah, yeah. whatever position that they're at, these two are really good role players. Herman Gomez does get some minutes, not a lot of minutes, but he has the potential to be a difference maker when he does play. Especially exactly. on, that's all you need. Especially on the offensive end, because Rudy Gobert is more towards like the primary rim, rim protector. So when he's yeah. when he's out and they need uh, the second unit needs like a little little bit of a spark from that end, they can do it. Yeah. Now going to the Blazers again, I still don't think progress happened on their end <laughs> no, bro, because they're, they're Joe down. Ingles is out with the torn ACL. Yeah. So you you really just got Elijah Hughes with a injured Joe Ingles. Mm. So I mean I don't I don't know. I mean Hughes played some minutes in Utah. Some were good. Some were just not a lot of minutes. So yeah, you got some some depth in in that end, but he's not starting. I don't think so. So no. You know I don't I don't know. What the Trailblazers are at right now? I'm telling you, they're they're blowing, they're blowing up the team. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, just James sh- is sh- 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 in the bunker shaky. chilling. Mm-hmm. Hella shaky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> James just in the middle of the bunker. Why shit just blowing up outside of it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no surprise though I, that the Spurs were able to get Thomas Serdansky because yeah. it it fits. The San Antonio play style. He fits the San Antonio play style. Pop loves um, big men that could also play point guard and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know he, he's he he's a cat that could play the um one and then switch and play the three and four. So you know, perfect for the Spurs. That might actually be a good thing for the Spurs. You might see him sneak into the playing tournament. Yeah, other than um, Blazers, I think Jazz Jazz got good pickups and Spurs got mm-hmm. good pickups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's it for that. 
Uh, so here we go to the last day, the trade deadline day, Ooh, February 10th. The juice, the juice. Big moves all day. Here's where the chunky part of the news is. Let's start off with the first trade of the day that happened. Magic landed Boyle and Dozer from the Celtics. Mm-hmm. I like the Celtics it. in return just got a 2023 second round pick. Okay. So I don't really know how much both Dozer and Bobo played on <clears throat> on the Boston. But I like I like the trade, at least for Bobo's sake, because for some reason Magic love using a lot of big men in their lineups to start the game. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they're basically starting off with two centers with Weldon Carter and um, Mobamba. Mm-hmm. And um, either Mobamba or Weldon Carter get injured a lot. So this is a perfect opportunity for Bobo to finally get some real minutes, I say. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, because I don't remember him getting too many minutes in um, when he Boston. Was, when he was in Boston and when he was in Nuggets, it's just he, he wasn't playing. You know, and yeah. I, everyone wants to see Bobo play. Now, if he get if he starts, that's one thing. But if he just gets like fifteen twenty minutes every game, that's that's, that's fine. That's all we want to see. That's, that's all we want to see. <laughs> that's all we want to see. We want to see Bobo pull up from the three at a seven seven frame. God damn! Yeah, man's a giant. Really is though. Can dunk without jumping. Yeah. Um, I just know that Dozer's injured right now. I'm just looking up his injury. Um, Is he Dozer? Yeah. Oh, he tore his ACL. Um, oh, that's not like yeah. In November, so he's they basically traded a player that's injured. So we're not going to see much of Dozer until next year. Get healthy, Dozer, and get your minutes, boy, boy. Yeah, so that's it for that trade. Not, not really crazy power moves right right there. Nothing really affecting teams just yet. But, yeah. you know, it's more of a, I guess, player. player. So now we go back to Spuddy's bold statement of the Spurs sneaking in the playoff tournament because they acquire a couple minutes later. Raptors trade Drogic to the Spurs. So Raptors got Thaddeus Young, Drew Ebanks, Spurs got Gorgon Drogics and a twenty twenty two first round pick. Um interesting move from the Saints. Not the Saints, the Spurs. Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, Drogic does, I feel like, have an appeal to the Spurs, at least in Pop's eyes, but at the same time they have a lot of they have a lot of guards. Yeah, they have, they have a lot of guards. The the Spurs do so. I I like it, but I also don't. Just because it's going to be crowded at the guard position again. But that's like a the theme for this year, like having one too many guards. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean we we see a lot of small ball going on, so we might we see a lot of lineups with three guards and t- just two forwards. So, I mean. If it works, it works, right? And yeah. and thing about Drogic, he is a great facilitator, but he he could also shoot the ball as well. So, um, I think it should be interesting that the Spurs get him and see 
what he brings to the table for that for that team as a whole. Um, as for that, as Young and Urbanks, two great players that kind of, you could kind of move around. I feel, especially that is Young. He can play basically almost all position, like a, a lot of positions. So, for the Raptors to get him, I think that's a big deal when it comes to them trying to get into playoffs. And um, Urbank um, is it just a great reserve? I, I thought so. Um, this is definitely a move that both teams, I think, um, benefit from. Yeah. So, um, expect some upward trends from from both the Spurs and the Raptors after this one. Plus, Spurs get a first round pick. Mm-hmm. I think that's a win for you know. Right there. Yeah, that's a first round pick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think definitely helps both teams in a kind of in a way, mainly more Spurs. Yeah, I I, I, um, think, I think personally it helps the Raptors more, but the Spurs definitely get a boost from this in the long right. run. In the long run, I'm talking. Uh, yeah, I guess in short term, Spurs get more of the boost. Long term, I think. Wait, wait. Short term, no, yeah. Raptors get the boost. Yeah. Long term, Spurs gets the boost. Oh, so a little. That's a little uh, preview to another trade coming up. Mm-hmm. Long term, short term. We'll get into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little preview for you guys. <laughs> the same day we have Suns deal for Aaron Holiday. So the Suns get Aaron Holiday and the Wizards. Get cash considerations. Cash. <laughs> cash. Cash. That's what they get. <laughs> Honestly, I like it because Suns are just the Suns are trading for depth right now because they're oh, they, yeah. they are happy with their team, but also they want to get the right components for their second units or just the reserves. They want to get the reserves straight. Yeah, they do. They they just know that you know Chris Paul is very injury prone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin Booker has been dealing with some injuries, and it's mm-hmm. just you know they, they want to make sure they're on their p's and q's exactly. because they know they know like yeah we can we can definitely go back this year. Exactly, exactly, and it brings me into this next trade as well um, because it, it's basically a two part trade, but for the same team. So Suns yeah, yeah. traded with Indiana. They got Tory Craig. And they traded for Jalen Smith. So the Pacers got Jalen Smith. So basically this trade, though, was because they are familiar with Torrey Craig because he was on the team last year on their run. So this goes to what I was saying about, hey, they're trying to get some depth back in their second and reserve units because they're, they're they're really liking where their team is going. And they're confident on, hey... We're gonna make the NBA Finals again, and that—that's what I felt with these two little little trades. Yeah, yeah. And you can't even—you can't even tell they have the energy in the off season because mm-hmm. they're like, "We're gonna be back, and we know what we need. We just need some size." Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, exactly. So these—I want—I want to say these little trades are really, really beneficial for the Suns. You know. Yeah. They—they they, they're, they're, expect they're volumes. Yeah, they're making the push this year. They're all in on a push this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it. 
Yeah, rightfully so. They're they're the best team in basketball right now. Mm-hmm. You know, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. Um, same day we have Hornets acquire Harrell from the Wizards. Mont Harrell. <laughs> Harrell. Harrell. <laughs> Put a little fire. Um, Hornets get Montrez Harrell and Wizards get Vernon Carey Jr. Ish Smith. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And a 2023 second round pick. I love this trade. I like this trade a lot too. I love this trade because I'm rooting for the Hornets and Montrez Harrell gives the Hornets a little veteran leadership and a little hey. of that dog, that hey. fight. Hey. 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 This, <laughs> this trade is money. Money. It's, it's money right there. Because the thing is, even though Ishmith was a great reserved, they did have a lot of guards. They do have a lot yeah. of guards, and so in a way, they're expendable. You could say. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it sucks that Ish Smith got the the bad end of the stick right there, but you know, it is what it is. And they traded a, a young, um, they traded a young um, forward for a experienced forward, as in Mart- Montrez Harold. So they're realizing, you know what. Let's let's see what we could do in these playoffs when we got some experience and some nice size and grit when Montez Harold comes and play for us because um, Harold could easily start at center if he wanted to if they wanted to do that. No, this is this is this is what they needed. They like I said, some veteran leadership to get those younger guys and. And just a straight dog. Like he, mm-hmm. you know, he's gonna be hustling. He's gonna be fighting for, for rebounds. He's gonna yeah. be in the pain. You know, doing the nitty gritty work, and that's a, that's gonna be a great compliment to the type of team that yeah. they are. Like exactly. And w- there's no surprise that either that Harold was gonna get traded because before that he was fighting with KCP. Yeah, <laughs> who was on his <laughs> own team. <laughs> No, he was going to move, and I'm glad to see him go to an actual contender. Yeah, and the thing is, like, there was way more value with Harold than with KCP. They knew knew they were going to get more out of Harold than KCP, so that's why Harold went to the um, Hornets. Yeah, and the Wizards went from a surprise... A surprise three to just a shit show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically they're already waved the white flag. Um, what is it? Beal just went to wrist surgery, and he they said he's done for the season. Oh yeah, yeah, I did, I did hear that he is done for the yeah. season. Which, which that means Wizards are done for the season, mm-hmm. unless Kyle Kuzma could be Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't know about that. Hey, um, hey, Doug, you still got your Kuzma jersey? Uh, I don't think I ever had one. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, don't remember. I don't remember that. Hey, okay. <laughs> okay. I'll bring the receipts. <laughs> beer, beer pong champion. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to remember what jersey you were wearing that day. I think it was a Josh Hart. Shaky. <laughs> All right, moving on. Move it. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs>
Hey, moving on to the biggest. What I mean by biggest trade, most team, most most teams, people involved. Four team trade. We got a four banger, baby. A four fucking banger. (laughs) It's a fucking four banger, brother. It's a four banger. It's a four banger. <laughs> you keep saying it. <laughs> like it's gonna catch on. It's catching on. Four bangers, buddy. <laughs> For sure, is it? This shit is money. Are you gonna? That wasn't the one. I thought I had my air horn on. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was ready yeah. to call the air horn on me, but anywho. I got you. <laughs> From earlier, the intro. Yeah, yeah, with your trumpet. But we got four teams, a lot of people involved, some moving pieces. Um, let's start off with the Bucks. So the Bucks were able to get Sergi Baca from the Clippers. Nice death. Someone, someone to going behind Giannis, especially the uncertainty they have about Lopez right now. Exactly. So I like that move a lot. Yeah, and yeah, who knows? Maybe, maybe Serge can give you something. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you know sometimes trades adds a resurgence to certain players, especially being on a team that's a contender, like. A true contender, I would say. A true contender, no, for sure. Like, a, for sure, you're in the playoffs, and you could possibly win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you gotta understand, the mindset's different from, "Hey, I was on a team without Kawhi and Paul George, and we don't know if we're contenders." To, "Oh, we're in the Eastern Conference fi- Finals for sure, at least, at least, yeah, at least." So that that might that might surge, surge. <laughs> but and then after that they just got um two sick round picks and cash from the rest of the guys for the bucks um next we got the clippers getting rodney hood (sighs) and semi og jelly 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 um, Clippers are still continuing their, uh, hey, let's try to just bulk up and try to weather the storm without Kawhi and Paul George and see where this yeah. takes us. That's how I see from this move because they're good role players, but at the same time, they're role players in a way that they need a, an extra boost without Paul George or Quiet. The good role, the good role players when you have the stars there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the stars aren't there right now, so it's just you know it's a little rough. But um, Clippers, <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but Clippers do have pieces to play some good ball and 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 at least get themselves to be in the play. And I feel this year, yeah, yeah, that's how I see it, and that's why these trades did happen. The Powell Cummington and this one happened because they're not giving up. They're not full on saying, hey, we don't got our two stars. Hey, it is what it is. We're not going to do nothing because they could have easily done nothing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they're like, you know what? 
I like how they're playing, so let's keep this shit going. So that's good motivation for the Clippers. And it's actually good motivation for the interest stars, too, that would, you know, maybe persuade them, hey, this team is taking themselves different. They're taking themselves serious. I want to play. I'm going to speed up my recovery. Fuck it. Yeah, no, I think the, I think the team knows, like, if if we want to see Kawhi this, this year or have or even have a chance of seeing Kawhi this year, like, we have to be at least mm-hmm. a decent team and at least a contender. Like, we have to give them a reason to want to come back. Because, yeah. you know, everybody knows Kawhi does things on his own terms. If, if, he, feels, if he doesn't want to play, he won't play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, sometimes it's all about the health, and he, he seems like a guy that cares more about his health than the extra as it should mm-hmm. you know those players last longer <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah good on the clips you know we'll see how that affects them the rest of the season i think they do trend a little bit more up but the kings they got josh jackson from detroit again. <clears throat> huh uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey they they gotta do something after the trade that they did they got Josh Jackson from Detroit, Trey Lyles from Detroit, and Dante DiVincenzo from the Bucks. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Clippers. I mean the, the, the Kings. I don't know what to think of the, the players that they got. It's just it's kinda like how the Blazers were. It's like you're adding players, you don't know how it's gonna like mesh well. With the they, players you got. They just got like a lot of like subpar players. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean they st- they got Fox as their starting point guard. I know they have Sabonis now as their center. Is Harrison Barnes still on the Kings? I wanna say yeah. I want to I say think so. I, I, think so I, I, I wanna say yeah. And Dante Vincenzo can start, and Josh Jackson and Lyles could be some reserves, I feel. So, I don't know what to think of this Kings team right now. It could be really good, or they could just stay the same. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, it's hard to tell like what direction they're really going in. Mm-hmm. I'd be surprised if it works out. Cause like I said, it's just a bunch of mediocre players to me like no not like downplaying obviously they're not like real life mediocre they're nba mediocre (laughs) you're not Um, seeing a lot of game changers on on this king's team like there's nothing there's nothing like exciting on the team like i said unless they start like magically pulling it together (laughs) and start winning some and start stringing up some games but I don't know. I just no. I don't see it. Uh, it. It's one of those things that we, we got to kind of see the progress go. But um, the last team involved, hey, my Pistons, let's go. Oh, uh, so Pistons made a little, little move here. We got ourselves a Bagley. We got that Bagley. Come on. Bag, Bagley. No, no, no. That was good. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Yeah, um, Bagley was not happy with the Kings pretty much this the start of the season. Uh, Luke Walton wasn't playing him until he got fired, and then he started kind of playing again. But it was really looking like the exit of Bagley from this team. 
young guy still very very young talented um cat so i didn't know where he was gonna get dealt off off to little did i know that he was gonna land at my pistons now i'm not saying the pistons are gonna be making a playoff push this year i'm looking to the long term I'm going to like this Bagley and Cade dynamic. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. You know, that's all I can really say. They have two pieces to really build around, I feel, um, for yeah. for the years to go on. So um, hopefully this works out. Definitely is a long-term move, I, I feel, for this situation. Kind of get a feel if Bagley likes playing with Cade um, the second half of the season. So we'll see how, how that happens. Yeah, um, they they for the first time in a, in a, since Drummond, I feel like they have two really good solid pieces where you can start looking at okay, we can build around these guys and go from here. We have a we have our we have our kind of foundations because Kate's nice, he, he's mm-hmm. coming along real nice, mm-hmm. and then Bagley's already Bagley's already uh, you know adjusted to the NBA and playing at a pretty good. I want to say high level, but a good, a good enough level to be like, okay, we can start building now. Yeah, I, he wasn't the right organization. The Kings weren't, yeah. weren't it. There's a lot of questions just because it's the Kings. So that's why, you know, him getting out of there, I feel like every everyone around the league will kind of get a fresh assessment of him. Yeah, no, good, this was a good pickup for the business. So I'm happy to see what direction we kind of go with, with that. Anywho, um, next on the trade, we got the Celtics and the Rockets giving each other players. Pause. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad by me. That was bad. That was bad. <laughs> Anywho, um, Daniel Theus went back to the Celtics, and Schroeder. Could have made a lot of money in LA, but didn't. But now he's failing. He went to the Rockets. Yeah, so. Ernest Freedom and Bruno Fernando. All our Rockets now. Um, I don't know what to do. I, this trade was more on. Hey, we need to get rid of Schroeder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I still think Celtics need to break up the Brown, um, Tatum. The, like the, the, uh, I feel like that's gonna call him Dame situation where it's like okay you tried it for so long someone has to give now. yeah um so yeah I, I don't really know how I feel about this move other than what you said it just seems it's more like okay well we need to get somebody out of here and Schroeder mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. now I mean the next trade it was all will also kind of go into my whole opinion about the Celtics trading for all this shit. <laughs> Well, then let's move on to the next trade yeah. so we can talk about these Celtics. Celtics acquire White from the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Celtics get Derek White. Spurs got Josh Richardson, Romeo Langford, and a couple round picks. Oh, two for, whoa, whoa. They got a 2022 first round pick and a 2028 first round pick. Sheesh. Oh, it's two a first first round, first round swap. So um, basically, they're just swapping positions. Mm, okay, I see. Yeah, but um, overall, within these two trades for the Celtics, um, 
part of me part of me likes it a little bit but overall i don't think it fixed the problem yeah like we're saying i think the whole marcus smart jalen brown and jason tatum dynamic is the main source of not working they're just kind of trying to patch it up with certain players they're trying to upgrade their role players because shooter was basically a um he was basically the backup the whole time Mm -hmm. you know they did want him to kind of start for a little bit over like marcus smart but that didn't work out very well so they're kind of fixing their mistakes of their signees from the like the past one or two seasons yeah josh richardson he's a great um how do i say it all-around player he does a lot of dirty work for things I don't think it worked out for the the Celtics though because Josh Richardson could be hot but he could also be cold when he's shooting so I don't know if they they really appreciated that. So them trading for Derek Wright, White, Derek Wright was a nice um piece in San Antonio that was developing and he started to go off but um the trade happened so we'll see what how the Celtics do use him. Mhm in I guess the second unit role because um I don't I don't know what's gonna you know where they're gonna fit them in. Same thing with Dice. They know how they they've had Dice before. I don't is it is it Dice? Daniel Dice? Yeah um Dice that's what I would that's what I yeah that's how I would say it. Dice yeah. Anywho he's the right si- he he has good size on them to reserve from um Holt Ford, a Holt Ford. So I think he's kind of been the most successful center in the last few years, I guess, for the Celtics. So a reason to kind of bring him back. And he has elf ears. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Overall, though, I still kind of question the Celtics' decision about it all. Will it? Uh, like, will it take them to greatness? I don't know. I don't think so. No, no, no. I think they'll make the the play-in. I don't think they'll make that top six spot. They'll make the play-in. Um, they'll probably win and go to the playoffs and get bounced. <sighs> I, I My agree. guess. I agree. But, like I said, they gotta switch. They gotta because Tatum's not the answer. Or if you think Tatum's the answer, you gotta get rid of Brown. Yeah, I mean Tatum has been playing pretty solid lately. He's been um, kind of on right now, but at the same time, how long is this gonna be for? Yeah, because it always cools off. You know, I don't know, but I, I guess from the other team's perspective, Spurs get. Uh, Richardson and Langford. Langford's going to be on the reserve end of things. I feel like they're kind of solid. Both Richardson and Langford are going to be on the bench for the Spurs because the Spurs look like they have a rotation right now in the starting lineup that they want to keep for the rest of the season. And I, yeah. I and I like it. I like what the Spurs are are kind of going right now. But like I said, I think the Spurs are going to going to be a sneaky one in the West in the playoff um, playing tournament. Yeah, 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 I can see that too. Mm-hmm. As for the Rockets, yeah, they need yeah, a, they need another guard for their situation in, in Rockets land. Oh yeah, they need, they need a lot more in Rockets land. <laughs> yeah, 
I don't know. Eh. Yeah, yeah. And they they already so basically they traded um Ernest uh Ernest I'm calling him cancer still. Cancer, but they just released him. I heard today. So, oh really? Yeah, because of the room. Sometimes they do that. They they'll, they'll do the trade and they're like, "Eh, we don't have no room, so let's, you know, release one of the players." Uh, yeah. So he's a free agent. Uh, all right our second last trade of the deadline the Mavs finally sent Christophs Peringas away Lucas Lucas said me or him (laughs) I said said, bye Peringas I wonder why it didn't work out it's because I Brazilians just can't stay healthy. Yeah, and yeah, so it's, I don't think it's a question of his talent. It's just he can't stay healthy and he can't stay on the floor long enough for Luca to develop. Because once they do start to like get the chemistry and vibe, he goes down. Hmm. Well, I guess you know. I also heard that they weren't happy with each other either. I can see that too. So I I don't know. I don't know too much of the conflict between Luca and. Kristoff's, uh, but hey, uh, a Mavs made a change. Yeah, they 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 got rid of a a big piece per se. That moving mm-hmm. on basically from there. Like Lucas said, okay, pull the plug. It's time to pull the plug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the Wizards gets Kristoff's. Does that help the Wizards stay relevant? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Same. No, no. Uh, he he definitely went to a downgraded team, and then um, Mavericks. They, I don't really think they upgraded or 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 lost. Like I feel like they're still in the same spot, even with these players. Yeah, um, because Spencer Spencer Dewitty is a um he's a good player, but their problem ain't really the guard situation right now. Now they might put Spencer Dewitty. Um, at the two, yeah, <clears throat> and maybe he could provide some shooting. But um, Davis Barantes, he honestly just fills in the role for Kristoff's. He's much like Kristoff's, but he's not going to bring that much to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know if this really fixes the Mavs problems on anything. I really leave it really leaves them more in the same position. They just got one. Pl- they got two players out of it instead of one. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's All right. Well, let's let's wrap up the draft. I mean, the draft. <laughs> the trading <laughs> with the final trade right at the deadline and the biggest one with the biggest names we have Sixers landing James Harden for Ben Simmons and going Seth to the Curry. Nets. And Andre Drummond. Yeah, so yeah, so and two first round picks. Yeah, Sixers got um, James Harden, Nets got Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre German, and two first round picks. Uh, you, you go first because I got a lot to say about this. <laughs> I'm just like the Sixers. Like I'm looking at the Sixers. Like, why the fuck did you make this trade? Because here's the reason why. 
throughout the whole season about trading Ben Simmons, what was the one thing they kept on saying? We want a lot for Ben Simmons, and we want draft picks, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. You know? So finally that we come to the deadline. You trade for James Harden, and that's it. No that's extra, it. no extra, <laughs> no, no, no more. That's it. And gave up three players and two first-round picks. Exactly. The thing that you wanted, draft picks, too, with Ben Simmons, you d- you gave more draft picks away. Yeah. Now, no. pe- people are going to argue, well, James Harden is that great of a player. Sure. Great. Yeah. But as of lately, I don't know what's on James Harden's mind to perform. I, I, I don't know his work ethic. I don't know his leadership skills because they only lasted basically a season together after a trade and they only played nope. 16 games together and he was already that frustrated. Yeah. I'm like, no one was getting even mad at him. Really? Yep. In his, de- in his defense, <clears throat> I think he was really frustrated because he, he got, re- he went there to, to team up with KD and Kyrie to get a ring. But, with the whole Kyrie thing going on, you know, I think he was just frustrated of like, oh, you know, I want, we need this guy to be here and he can't be here. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, going through his injury, and I just think he was just over the whole thing, you know what I mean? And the KD, K, there's something with KD and Harden. Like, they didn't work out in OKC and they're obviously, and then they're not working out here. You know well, KD's I mean? injured, so there's not much that you can really do about that. Yeah. And then, and then that's another thing. They're 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 all too. They're, even last year, they all been too injured to even play together. So it's like, mm-hmm. I think he was just frustrated with the whole thing and just like, you know what, I'm done. Yeah, and yeah. but I mean, Harden does that shit. We've seen it in Houston. Yeah, because I'm like, and and I hate it too because like, you know, he's bullshitting, saying, "Oh, I'm 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 hurt right now. I'm hurt." I'm like, we know you're waiting for the trade deadline. No, no, I really like no, I wouldn't do that. Well, like stop saying that we know what's yeah, going to happen and we know. sure enough what it happens it's like stop playing us like a dumbass you know so i that's why i don't i don't like i don't respect james harden's leadership and work ethic yeah now when he did that with houston it made a little bit more sense he did play his games the games that he played and yada 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 but yeah, this it, time around it's like he was just like gave the runaround he let himself get fat in Houston, so they let him go. <laughs> now the question is, really, can James Harden play with Embiid? Look, here's my take on it. Um, um, I think I, I agree with you in the sense of like this is possibly one of the dumbest trades you could ever do because, like, like you said, they wanted a lot for Simmons. And everyone said, you're asking too much, you're asking too much. And they're like, no, 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 no. And then last minute, it was like, fuck it, give us James Harden. <laughs> yeah. And then, to me, you just put, okay, what the, what this move says is, okay, we don't want to waste Embiid. Embiid right now, to me, and to most of, I would say, the league, is the MVP right now. Agree. And... It's like uh, they're like we don't want to waste we don't want to waste what he's doing right now. So let's get something 
we have to get rid of Simmons, and if we're going to get rid of him, we have to get something that at least makes us b- better. Because we we've been saying it every time we talked about the Sixers, like they need they there's they're a piece away still. Like even though Embiid is having an MVP season and the greatest he is, they're still a piece away. Now is James Harden that piece and was it worth what you gave up? I don't know. And you just put a hell of pressure on yourself. To me, if they don't go Eastern Conference Finals. The, uh, the trade was a bust. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like if you get in the playoffs and you get bounced first round, or if you mean the playoffs and you see Brooklyn and Brooklyn beats you, then what you did was a fail because you went all in for this year. Mm-hmm. You, like because not only did you trade Simmons to someone in the, your con- in your conference, you traded Simmons to someone in your division, and then on top of that, you put him in the the perfect spot he could have probably been in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like because mm-hmm. um he let's not forget he's a he's a, he's his defense is really good. I think he's first team in defense. Um he's a good rebounder and he's a really great facilitator. The one thing he can't do really is shoot. And he's in the perfect spot because he doesn't have to. He you got KD and Kyrie. <laughs> you don't need to shoot. We know and, you're scared, so scared to shoot. You want to do a layup. And Seth Fuck came it. with him now. Seth Curry. Yeah, and, 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 you still, and you got Seth. Like you have, you're surrounded by shooters, mm-hmm. and you don't want to shoot. That's your perfect mm-hmm. scenario, bro. If Joe Harris comes back, Joe Harris can shoot. And he's still he's still young. He's still he's still becoming a better player. So like I think maybe right now. Maybe um, Sixers might have like get this. if Sixers go to the finals or the Eastern Conference Finals. I think they, um, they they would they did they accomplished what they wanted. What was the right now? Mm-hmm. But I think Brooklyn definitely won this trade if we're talking long term. Yeah, because as far as this year, um, like I don't know what's going on with Ben Simmons. Like I don't know if he's in basketball shape, if he's been keeping in shape, or what he's been doing because he hasn't played a lick of basketball. Mm-hmm. But um, Brooklyn, like I said, definitely won the long term because if he comes back this year, I mean, if he uh, he will play this year, you know. But like I said, we'll see what kind of shape he's in. Um, but I think he's in the perfect scenario for him. And James Harden is in somewhere where I think he wants to at least play and try. Because you can tell he was, he checked out of Brooklyn. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was checked out. Man was done. Um, So I think uh, he'll play harder and, and playing with the bead. Does, does that work? Mm, I... I I want to say no, but at the same time, I want to say to me it works if Harden comes back at least eighty percent of what he was in Houston. If we can get that James Harden, then they have they have a legit shot. We're gonna need triple double James Harden again. Mm-hmm. Because Embiid's already almost unstoppable. Add James Harden to that, and okay, now you're really cooking yeah. something. Yeah, and maybe so. Maybe he makes Tobias Harris. A lot better because now mm-hmm. now you got a number one shooter now you got a number two shooter and tobias harris plays the role as a number three shooter not a number two not a number one he is the number three shooter so a lot of um the focus is not on him anymore so it will allow him to you know get those 20 point games again for for himself so 
Maybe this is a good thing. Maybe. Yeah. But the same at finally the, at the same time though, James Horton doesn't like to play defense. Hell of this now. So, <laughs> so we'll see if he starts playing defense. Um this is definitely uh at least for the for the second half of the season a win for both of them because they can finally get rid of the the Philly can wash away the whole Ben Simmons things and finally be done and over with and move back on to focus on basketball. And then same with Brooklyn Nets. They don't got to worry about the whole James Harden thing and mm-hmm. people talking about trade rumors and all that. They can finally just get back to focusing on basketball. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, with this, with this add on to adds death depth into the Nets um, team as well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's what the Nets have been lacking. That's why they've been losing games without Kyrie or KD playing. Yeah, no doubt. They they really have no one. They have a, a bunch of young cats, but they're not going to, you know, take them to the next level. Now you got Curry and Drummond, you know, helping out at least having a shooter's chance. Then you throw Ben Simmons in there, you know, despite his limitations. He could probably win you some games that, you know, you should be winning. So when they do come back, hey, that we'll 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 fix our record. So, yeah, we'll we'll start scrounging off some of these ones and at least not getting the plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll they'll be above that. <clears throat> yeah. Um. But real quick before we move on, I do I do want to mention that I do think Sixers are definitely all in, mainly because I do think that East. I think they went for this move to kind of like. Show and beat, they're all in. And then because the East, I think, other than Miami, which I called from the very beginning, I said, I, I do believe Miami <laughs> will be in the Eastern Conference final mm-hmm. in the finals. Um, other than Miami, to me, the East is kind of wide open. Like, there's no, like, real dominant team that you look at and say, like, okay, like, they can they can definitely win consi- like, consistent or, like, they can dominate like almost all the East teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look out, if you look at from one to seven, seven is only four and a half games from number one. Mm-hmm. So it's all like the, the the race is tight still. That's why yeah. Bro- Bro- Brooklyn, even though they lost ten games, they're still only six and a half games away from number one. Yeah, they can easily crawl right back. Exactly. Compared to the E, I mean, the West, where number one and just going down to seven, just the seven, 16 and a half games from first. There's a a clear difference right there. Like, it's crazy because one through seven is four and a half. But for the Suns, one to four is the second seed, the the Warriors. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's 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 difference, uh, and the Eastern, you know, it's a lot more competitive right now in the East right now. So, um, yeah. a lot of movement is going to be happening. Um, I think Brooklyn should definitely move up. Um, question is who's moving down is the question. I think the Raptors do move a little bit down from their position, but yeah, I think um, a little higher than that. They will get in. Yeah, but I, I, I honestly think these are the teams that are going to, in the Eastern, it's just 1 through 10, 
I think are all going to be in the same position, just in different seats. Is yeah. what I'm saying. So eventually, um, Brooklyn will be up. So someone's going to be in the play-in and things like that. So that's what I. Yeah. Think. No, no, I agree with you. Um, ten, the one through ten would definitely be them, like Washington, New York, Pacers, Magic, or Pistons aren't aren't getting in. Yeah. So it's just a matter of where they land, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the West, I do, I do think sort of the same thing because I don't see. Um, well, maybe with Dame, well, maybe with Damian Lillard back, it's really actually it's kind of tight towards that bottom low key. It's, it's, it's the, the only thing that's really changing is going to be that ten spot. The ten spot, yeah. Like I said, I'm seeing San Antonio sneaking in. Hey, they can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm looking. Yeah, I think um, I think they can sneak into that ten spot. Yeah, no, I, I think they can. But same with the the West, and nothing, nothing's with the West. Nothing much from the last two weeks we talked have really changed about the mm-hmm. standings. Like our one through, I think six is all the same. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Um, but. So, yeah, that's a side note though. We're still talking trades, but we're talking about the trades that didn't happen. Basically, teams that were just inactive, which I thought that were going to be active. Basically, I'll I'll say one from each conference: the right. New York Knicks and the L.A. Lakers. What happened? All right, let's touch on these real quick, then. Since you want to get it out of me, um. We'll run through the Knicks first before I start going off. So, um, well, so with the Knicks, I felt like everyone but Julius Randle was expendable. Yeah, like I think it's I for me, I think it's more of like they they just kind of get a deal done. Like either players that they wanted didn't want to be traded there, or the players that they wanted to trade teams weren't really like looking to pick up. Yeah, I mean. Maybe maybe not R.J. Barrett because R.J. Barrett's nice, but he's out right now. But other than that, it just felt like everyone was expendable on this team. Yeah. You know, no one really... Um, the identity of the Knicks is kind of gone now. So, I, I don't know. And something needs to happen for these Knicks because now, after the trade deadline, I don't... Like I said, we, we don't see them in the playoffs. Not even no, in the play in. No. They're 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 back as, as sad it is to say they're back to being the Knicks. Yeah. And I know and the thing is I know they they had some talks going on because they actually were gonna trade with the Lakers with the connection I'm making. Mm-hmm. Because Cam Reddish was actually gonna go to the Lakers for um um THT and mm-hmm. I think someone else, but that one never went through, and I was just like, you know what? Why didn't that go through? Because Cam Reddish would actually be a great addition to this Laker team. At least. At least. Yeah. At least one move, you know, from the Lakers. But All right, that's perfect transition into these boys. Um, yeah, with the Lakers, there's just so many different <laughs> factors that things going on with this team right now. Like, there's just too many things going on. Um I know everybody wanted Westbrook to be dealt, but it was going to be kind of hard. What people don't understand is it was going to be kind of hard to deal Westbrook because of his contract, A. Mm-hmm. And then 
be like the way he's been playing. Not a lot of teams are like want are really looking to add that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because obviously Westbrook would want to go to a contender. You know, he doesn't want to go just to some leave a sorry ass team to go to a sorrier team. You know what I mean? At least he know Lakers will possibly make playoffs and you know, you got LeBron. Anything can happen. Hey, hey then zero zero again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Zero zero again. But um I just think it was just a combination of that that nobody nobody really wanted Westbrook and his contract is just too much for the way he's playing right now. Like that's too much to pick up. I mean, talks around the table for another Westbrook wall trade again. Yeah. Let's just fall through. But, but yeah, Lakers declined it. Yeah. Lakers declined it and you know what? I thought John Wall should have been a Laker. God damn it. Same. I would love that. You know. But it, I think Lakers right now are in I think Lakers right now are in the state of Hey, this is what the team's looking like this year and we're just gonna ride it out. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna ride it out because, like, you like you said, some, we should Lakers should have made some kind of some kind of move. Just one, at least just one, one to at least make it look like you care about the season, like you want to salvage the season. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like we're right. We're just riding the wave, and wherever it takes us, it takes us. And I'm just like, okay, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they really need to crack down on Westbrook. A play your role. Play that's, your role. Don't like I said. There's so many different factors to who's at fault, who's mm-hmm. at blame, what players need to do. Because even LeBron's at a little bit of fault in this. Because I mean, you did this is you did put the team together. You know, you, you vouched for yeah. Westbrook over to Rosen. We had a chance to get to Rosen. Let's not forget that. Mm-hmm. And we got and you want your buddy, buddy Westbrook. Like you know, that's what happens sometimes when you get to like that. Brady Lebron level is sometimes they give you they let you they give you the keys to the car and you drive a little too much. <laughs> I mean, at some point, you know, despite the the excellence of a player, you start realizing mm, maybe this is why he's never got to that championship level caliber team. Yeah, you know, sometimes it definitely does seem like sometimes that's your own your yourself is your own Achilles heel. For yes, exactly, you know. And I feel like Westbrook's like that, despite how excellent of an athlete he is, despite how much he he puts out there and does all these things for his team. Yet it's also the thing that makes his team not reach that next level. Yeah, no, he has to realize that he needs to take a step back, and you know, if you don't want to come off the bench, fine. Start the game. Start the game while playing like three minutes with Bronny, and then sit on the bench, and then come in with the second unit, like. Mm-hmm. We we, and then at the same time, what are you hacking up shots for, bro? Like your your game works best when you 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 work in the paint, you drive, you you dish out. You, that's what you do. Hey, that's why you became the triple double king. He's he's not unconfident in doing that now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just something something's going on with Westbrook. I think deeper than yeah. Um. Yeah, other than that, yeah, Lakers are gonna make a move, so we're just we're riding out with what we got, and we'll see. We'll see if second half maybe we can get some kind of spark or something. But as of right now, we're looking like we're gonna be in playing. Well, I still like some cats on your team still that I think are gonna. I mean, Malik Monk is exactly. He earned himself way to the starting lineup, man. 
Yeah, no, he's a stud. He, he's really good. Yeah. The Sox are going to be wasting some of these guys' talent. <laughs> but I told you that that was the one pick I, I praise y'all for the offseason. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I think they keep Monk around for a little bit longer. No, as they should. He, he's showing that he, he can ball. Mm-hmm. He, he can play well for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, that's really it right now, I would say. I just, well, right, right. <clears throat> you got the mic, wrap us up, wrap us up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I know next week, so next week will be the end of the first half of the season because All-Star break <clears throat> technically starts like on Thursday, I feel, next Thursday. Yeah. And then there's a week of no playing until they so it goes from one thursday to another thursday so mm-hmm. um by that time i don't know if too much movement's gonna go on with the nba so we might do an episode not on our t- typical every other week we might do it on the third week just because yeah. of the all-star break just because of the all-star break yeah yeah you know also gives time for you know more games to be played with these new lineups and everything so yes, sir, yes, sir. so talk so be prepared for that um yeah this is the nba uh roundup for the buds and sports podcast you already know the fucking vibes out here we talked about that juice that trade deadline juice a lot of bombs juice. went off a lot of fucking bombs went off but um Damn, I'm, I'm concluding the the episode two two days in a row. It's a lot, brother. <laughs> it's a lot, brother. <laughs> I didn't know you concluded last time. I'm at. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not not this one. Uh, li- the last night with Francis. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That one was nice, but um, you already know who your two buddies are for the NBA. Is it's your boy Spunny McGee here, and we got our boy. Another man with many nicknames. Dougie. Shooter McDougie. Shooter McDougie Berg. <laughs> Lightning Lech. Lightning Leche. Lightning Leche Gaming. Little. Oh. Little trumpet boy right here. Little trumpet boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we are the buzz and sports podcast you already know what to do search us up in your search bar when it comes to your streaming platforms we will pop up for you support us watch us on youtube listen to us on all those platforms weekly we're doing episodes so stay tuned for that always keep us in your thoughts because we just trying to thrive we just trying to thrive out here Oh yeah. Also, fuck with your boys. Fuck, fuck, fuck with your boys. Fuck with your boys one time, three times. Anything you guys say to the people out there, Dougie? Fuck with your boys. Fuck with your boys. Thank y'all for listening as always. And with that note, we are Buds and Sports, and we are out. Bye.